What is up, everybody? We are back finally. And what is this? Episode six? I uh, believe it's yeah. Yeah. Episode I believe it's episode six. Of the Planet Firebomb Radio. Huh? So established. I know, right? <laughs> like six whole episodes. I know y'all missed us. And yeah, we just gonna jump right into it. How you doing, Brandon? I'm doing fantastic, honestly. I mean, despite like a couple little mishaps here and there that, that have happened in the last couple of weeks, it's been an overall good. So I'm just hoping we can keep that going, you know, and obviously you have had a lot of things going on. Uh, I Mr. know. Married man. <laughs> so. married. I'm married now. And everyone keeps asking, like, how does it married feel? Now. Like, do you feel like different? I was like, me and Tim have been together almost five years. Like, uh, and then we got together like right before the pandemic hit. So we spent a lot of time together, more mm-hmm. so than the average, you know, five-year couple. Yeah. So it feels like we've been married for quite some time now. I'm just ready to, you know, get the get better jobs, better income, and buy a damn house to get hey. out of- if we're renting. <laughs> Hate it so much. Yes. And I'm just excited. I'm excited for a lot of shit that's going on, you know, with you know, me and Tim. Also yeah. that Planet Firebomb has going on and just everything else that you know, we all individually have going on as a collective, which y'all listeners will know about in due time. Um, the first big thing is that if you haven't already, please go to the Aries Firebomb website, look under Planet Merch, and check out Money Things. Money Things is a short ebook that basically details what credit is, how to fix your credit. And basically how to keep on top of that to make sure that you are good. It goes into detail about, you know, the different racist tactics that have been in place to fuck with people, black and brown people when it comes to credit and when it comes to keeping credit. Um, So, yeah, check it out. It's like five dollars and like 55 cents. I don't know why I did that. I just kept seeing five everywhere. So y'all have to (laughs) do it. (laughs) and and yeah check that out and also by the time y'all listen to this uh i will also have some planet firebomb rolling trays up we're doing our slow low rollout for you smokers aka people who are like me so check that out uh i think we're gonna sell them for about 12 bucks and again all money that is made through these products will be funneled right back into Planet Firebomb Endeavors, which right now means paying some of these bills. <laughs> okay. This so, yeah. Things ain't free. Things ain't free. And we ain't got no sponsorships yet. Wink, wink. But hey, if we can be our own sponsors and y'all keep buying shit, then hey, why not? Right? Period. We should design some shirts. We're going to design some shirts, like of some of the like album art that we've already had for these episodes because people really like them like and And on the topic of AI art you know there is a a way to do things ethically and I want to remind everyone that we over here at Planet Firebomb do just that I have a few different friends that do little sketches of like the ideas that I have and then we run them through a generator and just kind of tweak them from there so all of our art is original you ain't gonna see it copying from nobody else Okay. So before y'all go around here saying AI art stuff, AI art stuff, not all of it, bitch. Pay attention. Period. And on that note, 
I'm gonna let you get into the drama of everything that is RuPaul's Drag Race because baby, it is a lot. Okay, yes. Yeah, so before I get to the big cheese of it all, um, the first person I want to drag actually is the Vivian who for the listeners who if you don't know is the winner of the first season of the Hugh K drag race <laughs> and she um had the nerve the gall just to come for yes the queen Beyonce and talk about her working habits in regards to her being frustrated on tour when I believe there was some miscommunication about a ladder or something that she had to move and if I can find the tweet, I actually have it in front of me. I'm going to read it. Beyonce kicking off at the, at the crew on stage. As a performer who tours, anything can go wrong. And without the, that crew, there wouldn't be a show. The crew are always my best friends and family when on tour. My advice would be sit down, girl, or try and do the show without them, question mark. Pause. <laughs> Oh, Vivian. Ain't this the one who did blackface? Or was that Charlie Hyde's? Like, yeah. I mean, it's all the same either way because all y'all bitches from the UK are caught in some shit one way or another. I think the one from this upcoming season got into some sexual allegations and she has to um, kick off from the show because of that and they have to, like, basically bow out because it's just that bad for BBC. That's what I heard. Um, but Vivian, you have the nerve to talk about, first of all, a black woman. And this is something that I truly hate. Why cannot black people be frustrated and upset? How come that privilege is only extended to y'all? But when, when it happens to us, especially us who are perfectionists and, and, you know, professional, like as such as she, it's a, it's an issue. It's a problem. First of all, she was frustrated. Y'all acting like she was breathing fire at them, grabbing the microphone, saying, when I say fired, you say crew, fired, crew. Like, y'all acting like she was going off because she it's not like she did, you know, somebody's getting fired. Hey, hey, you know, she's grown since then. And honestly, that was valid then, too. You know, when you're given a job and you and you run and done the rehearsals and run through all that stuff, you know, I'm not I'm a, a professional when it comes to tour life. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I know the basic and fundamentals. And bitch, you have no nerve. You just have some nerve to talk out of your mouth about this black woman like this. It was just so ridiculous to me. And honestly, it is giving anti-black and you should be ashamed of yourself. And that, I can see why you deleted it, bitch, because you knew the girls were going to come for that ass. And like I watched the clip and and I watched it from like multiple angles and all it was was like a, a ladder to help her get on Renee, <laughs> the horse, mm-hmm. and it wasn't moved. And she was trying to figure out why it's not moved. And so you just see her as she's singing, just like waving her hand and getting frustrated at that. But she still gave vocals. She still gave the crowd a show and she wasn't cussing out staff. So Come on now. Like, I don't, and, and, and I did tech theater, which is way different from, you know, concerts and shit, but it's very similar because there's a lot of moving pieces to that. And and shit happens. So for the yeah. Vivian to like insert herself into that, like, girl, Miss Ma'am, like, you got a lot of nerve to be sitting here dragging a black woman 
who has been doing this show now for well over a month and you can barely move with that jigsaw face you got like Ooh. let's be real here. and didn't you just get beat up at mcdonald's oh i didn't hear that yeah apparently she got struck at mcdonald's or something so girl no shade to you i feel sorry that that happened to you and generally i don't feel sorry for white people but let me tell you something you need to mind your molars in the words of azalea banks because leave black women alone let them be upset and frustrated you you have no room especially on a scale like her you are just like the queen that's on the christmas pageant tour this is a bitch who works internationally and does shows okay legs and things like that like there's a difference Right. But I'm like, you sit there and you collect your little pennies from Murray and Peter as you tour the Midwest oh. and, and call it a day, Miss Ma'am. Okay, worry about work the world. Yeah. If she can on it. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think so. And for good reason. <laughs> but anyway, child, um, who else got into it on the drag race? Um, uh, Heidi and Closet and Kahana had a little beef. Um, I don't think that they're besties anymore i think they're just like hey i see you i'll say hello how are you how you been and um they got into it over some all-stars age drama when she got when she left i mean um the competition and she was real pissed about that um kind of was pissed about this narrative um apparently because she was saying that heidi gaslit her during the snatch game of love or something but my opinion on that for anybody who's been keeping up with the season that, that is that it's improv and if you're not rolling with the punches you can't really be upset you know you're a seasoned professional this is not your first time doing this so i kind of get heidi's aspect of things i don't know everything that happened while y'all were recording because they record you know more than just an hour of what we see but it is not that serious like she was she deleted her pictures called herself the monster i was just like dramatics dramatics all around girl dramatics so, all around. i'm like take a xanax so it's like, i know you didn't make it to, to a snatch game before <laughs> you didn't but you've seen what snatch game can do and nobody told you to pick your drag mother who doesn't have a personality i'm sorry like except Coke, like janet like just like janet jackson yeah coco's personality is literally dressing like janet jackson and looking like the son of the mask i don't understand i don't i didn't understand it just seemed it just seemed weird and i was rooting for kahana mm -hmm. but all stars eight is, are we on eight yeah all stars eight yeah. just seems i don't know just give jimbo the crown already because it's it's, it's okay it's very blatant because <laughs> world of wonder has basically laid out a red carpet literally and i'm not talking about the promo shoot for this bitch to win so maple syrup girls this is your time Listen. and uh congratulations in advance i guess because let me tell you something this past week's elimination pissed me the fuck off alexa alexis uh, michelle you are banned <laughs> From any black drag brunches, shows, etc., you played in my girl's face talking about you liked her and stuff like that outside of drag and everything. You lied to her talking about, I have to save you. I'll, I'll never forget this. And then you just literally shat in her face because you're scared of some girl who can't pronounce her S's right. Shame on you. <laughs>
And what's funny is like, as she went on Twitter, of course, doing her little apology tour, I had time to sit and reflect about it. And if I could go back, I'd do things differently. Girl, Alexis, you're not going to win anyway. You, I would be surprised if Alexis got to the top three. But because they're going to go for her ass now. I feel it in my soul. <laughs> I, as much as I enjoy candy, like, girl, no. <laughs> right. It's very much, I don't know, Drag Race this season. It's just not her time. It, it's not. And I guess WoW was like, here we go. We gave Raja the Canada win. So we just going to give Jimbo this one. And uh, call it a day. So congratulations to Raja O'Hara for winning Canada versus the world and Jimbo for winning All-Stars 8. <laughs> oh, man. But... On the top of the <sighs> let's get into these two coons, Monet and Bob, the motherfucking drag queen. Lord. Do, do you know, do you know like the gist of it or do you want me to start? Oh, baby, I have been following the page. Like me and that page who exposed oh. them are mutual. <laughs> like, and for those of y'all that don't know, there is a page on Twitter called Truth Speaker. Uh, I think it's like O2 or something like that. Uh, the girls call him the colorist page and they call him the colorist page because he exposes black people who basically cape for light-skinned folks or other like non-dark-skinned black people mainly white men mainly latino men and they do it under the guise of you know hey love who you love i don't really give a shit about that what i give a shit about is you disparaging other black people and playing into you know fetishism fetishization of black people and while perpetuating anti-blackness yourself and every time people try him you know he pulls up the receipts he's like well this is what you said on twitter and it's usually people like oh dark skins is ugly like team light skin very 2011 behavior and it's one of the things, the biggest thing, what was it last week or the week before, where around Juneteenth, yeah, it was Juneteenth, actually. So it was right after the wedding. Um, they did a whole thread talking about the drag race girlies, the black drag race girlies, and how they always surround themselves with like white people, white partners, and all of mm -hmm. that. And the drag race girlies got upset. They sure did. And Bob, they, Bob was in this feeling heavy. Bob was in his feelings heavy and the other girlies were all like how dare you judge us for this that and a third and oh da 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 but it, it never once during all of the criticism or all of the calling out like hey well you only surround yourself with with what that was a loud trucks if y'all can hear that um there was <laughs> um what was I saying? That loud ass truck threw me off my game. <laughs> but no, people were like upset because they were trying to make it seem like, how dare you say I'm not black and da 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 da. And it's like, no one's ever questioned your blackness. People are questioning the fact that why are you so loyal to these white people and you pay black folks dust? Like, Thank you. and the biggest, and you know, there was a lot of back and forth about that. And people were doing all sorts of excuses about, oh, Black men don't like dating feminine men or black men wouldn't date a drag queen. And I'm like, that's bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to say that 
you know, and uh, Jada Essence Hall is dating a black man who helps her with all her jewels, hair, everything. That's her personal assistant, honey. So please, had a black man too. That bullshit. Like, yeah, and it's like maybe the black men that you are going after, or the black men that you interact with, because a lot of them do hang around those toxic, muscle-bound gays who want to go to drag shows and get drunk and cruise but mm. they don't mm. want to actually date a drag queen so i'm not going to sit here and say like oh that's a lie completely that are done because there are some people but that's that's universal across the board amongst gay men because men are fucking awful but mm-hmm. i mean what yeah. got me and i had heard this before and this is why i kind of stopped following bob because i used to be a big bob fan i met bob i have an autograph of bob um him calling me funny and all of this da 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 uh Bob and Monet on their podcast, Sibling Rock Rivalry Podcast, basically said there's this guy named Harlem Hookups who is super gross. He's this black man who mm-hmm. almost exclusively like fucks around with like white boys yep. and like other non-black folks. And then, you know, they call him nigga and like they step on his face and all kinds of shit. It's very like A hard R. Hard R. And Bob and Monet were like, oh, that's kind of hot. Like, that's hot. And it's just like, what? Huh? And they're laughing about it, saying, oh, my God, is that bad? That's so bad. Yeah, they're like, that's so bad. And people are just like, oh, well, you took that out of context. Da, 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 da. How? How? You are <laughs> saying that this Black man being dommed by white men, and that's, you know, neither here nor there, but then you get into the racial play of it, and you're all, like, getting called the hard R while with a white dick in your mouth and you saying that's hot? No, no, ma'am. No, no, ma'am. And so, bye. (laughs) Go ahead. No, sorry. It's just like, what got me is that he was like, well, it didn't come from a malicious place, so I don't get why you guys are upset. And it's all like, you're calling someone a nigger. A white person is calling someone a nigger. You're talking about, oh, it didn't come from a malicious place place these are two consenting adults and da 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 da. i don't give a goddamn that just shows how fucking crazy you are because what makes you think that that's even remotely appropriate to call someone a nigger while you're in and, and i get people are into that sort of thing not me not jermon dominique uh-uh. but oh man it's 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 crazy to me and so it's just exploded. Like there's been several spaces and people have tried to really have conversations with Bob about all of this just to kind of make sure that he understands like how harmful that could be because I've already, and they said, and I've already seen it, you know, it liberates these white twinks into like calling people Jim Crow gays and all this other shit. And it's just all like, do you not know what Jim Crow is? Y'all are calling us Jim Crow gays for saying that you should have some self-respect and some dignity to lot to not let a white man call you nigger while you're trying to come uh-huh. and all of a sudden we're the bad guys huh <laughs> what a joke a joke a whole fucking joke and um they were bob was just calling for saying one of the uh other people who were exposing them and like trying to really have this debate with bob uh, I think their name was like redacted something. I, I saw remember. that. But yeah, Bob was just all like, I just wish everything bad happens to you. And everybody's just all like, so you're okay with being called nigger in bed, 
But when this black person says, hey, that's not cool. And here's why it's not cool. You want to turn around and be like, oh, I just hope something. You should die. You should Basically. Die. Like what? And that just, it, it, it's crazy to me. And then the girl started infighting because I guess Vixen said something and Bob and Monet went after Vixen. And it's crazy that Vixen even said anything because I've seen her OnlyFans and it's I, mostly non. I know she mixes it up. Yeah, it's mostly non-black people. So I don't know. And this is my thing. And and I and some of my uh, some of our listeners have have talked about this with me before. I talk a lot about like interracial relationships and all of that because at the end of the day, even if you are not directly in an interracial relationship like the one I'm about to describe, the majority of them are like this, where there is this unspoken racial dynamic, racial power play, because a lot of Black people see, get, oh, I, I wouldn't even say like this is exclusive to Black people, but I'm saying this because I am a Black person and I know what I have been told and what I have talked about and what I have experienced. And right. Black people will often see a white partner or an other partner as a symbol of status and as a way to kind of like move on up in the world. And the more that they surround themselves by white people, that just means that they can get whatever they want, either financially or, you know, living situation wise, socially, they want that power structure. And a lot of people are okay with you know, the things that come in, come with that. Like I know people who are in interracial relationships and they just flat out ignore it. Like they refuse to watch the movie Get Out. They refuse to watch like anything that has to do too much with like race and like depicting that negativity in a certain light because they don't want to think about it. They don't want to think too hard. They're happy and, and you know, they're thriving, da, 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 which is fine. But you also have to like really acknowledge the fact that there are a lot of people out here who are into race play, who, who do this shit for fun. Jeremy O'Harris did a whole play called Slave Play about a slave girl who fell in love with her master and she was twerking on him and all that other shit. And it's, it's a fucking mess. And I side-eyed Rihanna when she praised it, but because like all the other black women I knew that that saw it was like, this is this is trash. And Jeremy O'Harris, again, along with Bob at that time, were like, oh, you niggas just don't get it. You it's too complex for y'all, and da-da-da-da. And I just hate the narrative that just because we point out some things like, hey this isn't right, or this seems a little weird, automatically, like, we're hating, we're ugly, we're this, we're that, we don't get it, da-da-da-da. And it's like, baby, I'm married. <laughs> like, I am married. <laughs> I, what am, what do I have to be jealous about? Like, the fact that you're out here, you know, busting it open on OnlyFans for a four for four, like, no, I don't give a shit about that. Like, do what you do. But I'm saying, protect yourself and be mindful of how the fetishization does come into play and it does really harm people. Like when I was growing up, like I, the only queer representation that we got was from white folks. And then now that we have better queer representation, 
um, where we're seeing other like black folks, Latinos, Asians, and like queer folks. And a lot of that is from drag race and like pose and all this other shit. But out of all of the representation that we see now, all of these celebrities that have come out, look at how many of them have white partners. It's, it's a pattern. It's a it's pattern. A pattern. It's yeah. a pattern. And I think that just as much as I would say, hey, seeing black men with all of these, you know, white people or these white women, a straight black men with all these white women or even like black women with like all of these white men, like in media, I would say the same thing. Like, hey, there is a pattern here. I'm not saying like, you know, go where go where love finds you. That's that's my message at the end of the day. But people also have okay. to be mindful about the optics of things because you got you can have this little 12 13 year old queer kid who doesn't really know how to accept himself family doesn't know how to accept them all that stuff and the only thing that they're seeing on tv is oh well maybe i should just go get a white partner because everyone seems fine once they get a white partner and it's then that's furthest from the case like you deal with all sorts of racism you deal with all sorts of tokenization all sorts of microaggressions and you shouldn't have to put up with that shit just to be loved and i'm not and again i'm not saying that every single white person that is in an interracial relationship does this but i'm saying a majority do and a lot of y'all who don't do this do not speak up and like shut these motherfuckers down instead y'all want to get defensive and call us haters and all that other shit instead of saying you know what i see your point i love my husband we have had talks about this we have this 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 whatever and though i love my husband you are right we do need to see more representation of this this and this but no one ever wants to do that people automatically want to get in the defense and that's baffling to me as someone who who have who has dated interracially in the past and you know, now I, I obviously am married to a black man who I love very much. We, we, me and him both have dated interracially in the past. And we have talked about this and talked about the things that we've experienced. And we've talked about how other white people and other black people have just kind of been like, oh, well, you just roll with it. And that shouldn't be the case. But I've talked enough. I'm gonna let you go ahead and, and say no, I, I mean, I completely agree with you. You know, I don't care who the fuck you date as long as you're happy at the end of the day. That's all that matters. Um, Just, you know, if it's not like in a case and situation like these motherfuckers who got, um, you know, these white partners who are just like, I don't even know how to describe them. But honestly, it's just been so stressful to see people who I once admired you know, because I remember rooting for fucking Bob on this season. And I was just like so happy when he won. And then to see him gaslight people, misgender people without even apologizing, just just all these questions, trying to get a gotcha moment and stuff like that. You can't sit here and be surprised that Black people are upset with you, Robert Caldwell, whatever the fuck your name is. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to understand that people look up to you and I don't think you understand the level of impact of hurt that you've caused to your black fans and to the ones who are caping for him as well <laughs> y'all can truly go fuck yourselves because I've been seeing some of y'all who literally look like a combination of Hank Hill and his friend who can't even speak right 
come Ooh. out of your mouth and talking about, oh, Bob is right. He ate y'all up. What y'all need to eat is a, hu- a humble a humble pie and shut the fuck up because you're doing a lot of talking and not a lot of listening. And I think that's where this all stemmed from is that you you guys weren't listening. And like I said, I mean, the, the, that pattern, child, it needs to be studied because it truly has bothered me over the number of years because I just see black and white and white and black just just the same over and over and over again it's like i don't hate it but it's definitely odd to me so yeah it's like and then people when we got married uh me and tim got married on a marquee outside we put the only black gay couple in minnesota (laughs) and a lot of people were just all like they were hot i bet they they were shook And like some people were laughing and then other people were like, oh, I was laughing. But then I really thought about it. And you two are legit. The only black gay male couple that I know of in Minnesota. Like they could name lesbian couples and all of that. But every other black gay man that they knew was with a white man or another. And. Okay. And, and yeah, and like even like Tim's mom was just all like, "Oh, y'all can't be the only ones." And it's just like, no, we we legit are. Like, one thing about me and and, and Timothy, <laughs> we don't we gonna put it out there and we gonna say what the fuck exactly what we meant to say. There's no backtracking. There's no this. There's no sugarcoating. And so we said what we said, and the girls was talking because they were. <laughs> but it's like you can't be upset. If you can't prove me wrong, you can't be upset. Okay. Plain and simple. Because it's like, and yeah, we did it as like, you know, a little tongue-in-cheek thing, but it's also very true. Like, come on now. That's how I saw it personally. I was like, it's very tongue-in-cheek, but it's not really wrong because. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, to be the only Black gay couple in, in in the Twin Cities. And to get married Juneteenth weekend, you know, that was a very black (laughs) gay thing to do. And I feel there are just certain things when you're with another like black queer person that you can do that you just couldn't do (laughs) if you were in an interracial relationship. And that's one of those things. But, you know, it's I'm at a point now where. I, I do kind of like just hate talking about it because I don't ever want to make people feel bad about anything. Like you do what you do. Your choices are yours. I just really want people to 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 think about things. And I'm never going to disrespect or shade someone for being in an interracial relationship, but I do want conversations to be had. I do want to make sure that you are feeling safe. I do want to make sure that, you know, your outlet is someone other than your other white queer friends or your white queer partner and their white you know family like you need to be around other black people and get that experience too which is another reason why I started doing my little annual like Juneteenth cookout and I put on that first one I was just all like if you have a white partner leave them at home plain and simple and some people were like oh well I'm gonna stay home great stay home (laughs) like if you're upset that I want to create a space for other Black people to just exist, and you're upset that you can't bring your white partner into that space, then no, you don't believe Black Lives Matter. You don't believe in Black 
voices. You do not believe in Black community because once you let a white person enter that space, it no longer becomes the things I just mentioned. And yeah. there, I don't know. And I, and I feel like being here, especially in Minnesota, that's such a radical thing to say because people are very, I don't know, niggas is weird here. <laughs> <laughs> but clearly they aren't the only ones because we've seen how many people came out in defense of Bob and Monet and all of them motherfuckers. So, so I remember at one point he said, oh, if you have a white boss you can't talk about interracial interracial relationships i was like all right now i'm gonna check out yeah like if you have a white boss you can't talk about interracial relationships like what the fuck does that have to do with anything like i wasn't fucking my boss like my boss isn't calling me a nigger in bed like what are you talking about bob and that's the thing it's, it's all of these false equivalencies and all of these people trying to do a gotcha moment and sound smart and it just goes back to what I've told you and Mariah and a few other people before is that RuPaul very much likes a specific type of Black person and type of Black person that does well on Drag Race is the coon. They will be like, mm, yeah, girl, mm-hmm, yeah, uh-huh, is the bus running, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Snap, very snap. Much, very much that. And RuPaul will laugh like the toddler he is. Mm-hmm. And great, you get a gold star. And it's it's wild. People who don't play into that tend to falter in drag race, I've noticed over the years. So maybe <laughs> I know. And that's just that's just, you know, the bare minimum, honestly, because truly y'all do some digging, y'all see some more shit. Yes, all of this talking has been just like the recap. <laughs> Truly. So baby. Uh, but um in other reality mess, um ha- how far are you in Bad Boys uh Houston? Oh, you just gonna have to catch me up. Go ahead and give a little all right. no problem. All right. all right, so they got some new people in there. I think there's a this man who has a questionable face. His name is Apollo. Um, I, I don't hate the man. I believe he's from the Florida area as well as uh, that uh, Lou guy um, from Dade County. Um, and since then, there have just been replacements left and right. Um, I believe um, uh, Lou is no longer in. Uh, I'm about to call him Chef. No, nope, that's D. D is the one with the with the mouth of full of uh, bread, mm-hmm. and the big tunk um, dump truck, who keeps running and chasing people that he can't chase. Um, but Lou is gone. Um, people have just been leaving left and right, fighting left and right. It's just been a whole chaotic fucking mess, y'all. And honestly, I I, I just want to call out this specific thing because it's been bothering me. So far, the season has just been, eh, you know, I watch it. Um, I haven't been, you know, clutching my pillow or uh, grabbing my invisible pearls because honestly, it's just truly sad to see that Zeus would cast people who are mentally unstable. And I am referring to Rasby and Orlando Brown on mm-hmm. their program for just clicks and likes and whatever the fuck you want to call it, just for some money. And, and it's really sad because you can tell when you watch them on camera that they are truly, truly deranged, not well. And I hate to say words like that, but it's just the fucking fact that they're, they're just not in the right set of mind. And especially um, Raz B, 
um he he was um you know I, I believe he got into a fight with like Jonathan Wright, uh, Megan's former stylist friend, you know, the one who just beats the crap out of people now with the chair and stuff. That's what that's his trademark. Um and huh? No, go ahead. I was just laughing. Oh, yeah, but um, basically, uh, Raz, I think he like pulled a, he had a knife in his hand or something in the studio when they were trying to record the theme song for the season. It was just, and they were trying to do like a music video. They were trying to like set up for a music, a future music video and they were recording the song and he just came up in there and you just hear Prince in the back going, this motherfucker got a knife. He's got a knife. Oh my God. And I'm thinking someone's about to get stabbed or something. Jonathan, with the quickness, did he even notice that shit and just bopped him right in his um, Rasby right in his face man's leaking it was just and just seeing him go on this episode looking at the camera all weird telling him get it out of my face and stuff like that I'm like Natalie all of y'all Lumel, whatever the hell your name is Mr. CEO y'all are wrong for this because y'all could have had just any other pieces of trash come and beat the shit out of each other who actually have you couldn't know the difference between one and two and just you know it was just sad to see, you know, especially as Black people. And Rasby is someone that anybody who knows B2K and all that mess, he's unwell. He's said things socially uh, on social media that just have shown you that he needs to be checked in somewhere. He needs professional help. And um, I truly wished for the best for him because I remember a couple of weeks ago around the time we were starting up the podcast, he, he almost like tried to jump off a building. So, I mean, it's just been really crazy and i don't think he should be at anyone's reunion if y'all decide to do one um the most that y'all can do as payback is pay for his um professional medical help because that is just not okay and you know mac tonight Moonface natalie got a lot of fucking nerve to be i, I just don't like her and i never have back when Me she neither. did her i run was- la yeah, when she was her original self, her little valley girl, like, oh, yeah, oh, my God. Mm-mm-mm. And now she's a hood bitch. Like, girl, sit your ass down. Get that chin shaved. Get something together. Vaping away. <laughs> just, right. Just vac- vaping away, looking like a fucking steam chimney. And <laughs> I'm just not a fan of hers. I'm not a fan whatsoever. And I was on Twitter just scrolling, minding my black ass Disney. Disney <laughs> business and she <laughs> was just sitting there you know double clicking her mouse just vigorously all on the timeline and I'm like girl nobody wants to see this take that Mm-mm. enjoy your only fans career but not for me thank you <laughs> Ugh, god anyway <laughs> but, but Zeus, yeah. Zeus is gonna pay for their sins one day. Yes, one day, one day, one yeah. day, and it gets to the point where it's just like, I need to take a break from Zeus stuff, and how I'll tap back in. I can't watch it weekly. I uh, I have to. I know. Episodes and then how? It's just been. It's it's, it's just, Yeah, you know, I saw a girl with no legs auditioning for Baddies East. I was shook and she jumped out her little chair and she was like, listen, these legs don't work, but these hands do. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and the girls were just like, she was twerking. She was shaking her ass. At one point, Christian Rock put picked her up like an infant child. I was just like, all right, that's enough. 
and seeing Black China's mother just cussing the girls out, it was just too much. I said, you know what? I need a break. So I'll have to jump into that at later at some point. But um, um, besides that, you know, mess, I, I've been getting into other things like some good music. And let me tell you something. The girls have been feeding me. I mean, I, I asked just for a plate. And they gave me um, a whole damn pantry. Um, Doja's back. Um, did you listen to Attention? I did. And she's actually rapping again. So that's a plus. Yeah, she's pissed off. Y'all upset her. And she, she's back into her element. And I'm not mad at it. Um, I'm looking forward to the album. I think it's going to probably be pretty good. Um, I definitely want to go on the tour, especially if Ice Spice and Doja are going to be present. Um, I... I will definitely try to see if I can secure some tickets. Not going to be in the front, but I will be in the back. So <laughs> I'm just like, y'all know now. Um, but yeah, I liked, I liked the song, you know. Um, it was definitely not what I was expecting. I thought she was just going to come in full swing and cuss everyone out, just like screaming into the microphone. But she did it in her own little doja way, um, looking like... Um, Lilith from True Blood season five. But anybody who watched HBO back in the day, y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, but you know, besides her, um, let's see. Uh, Age of Pleasure came out from Janelle Monae. I fucking mm. love that album. It's too short. Sorry, Janelle. I'm to say it's, it's only like thirty minutes. I'm like all this good. It needs to be at least like fifty minutes. Mm. But I, I digress. You know, but it, it definitely, I think, um, standouts are phenomenal. You know, it's like the bad black bitch version of everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> it just gave me that, that tea. Um, also, Water Slide, you know, um, just those no are notable tracks for me. Um, let's see. Um, who else came out? Oh, Nikki and Ice Spice dropped the little Barbie World song. Did you like that song? Did you listen to it? You know, I don't hate it as much as other people hate it. Um, I do think that for Nikki to finally get the clearance to be on something Barbie related after getting <laughs> sued by Mattel and also getting the Barbie world sample cleared and all of that. I just feel like her and Ice Spice could have done more. Plus the song doesn't really fit, oh, not the sirens. They're like, alert, the barbs are after me, child. <laughs> um, I, I don't know, I just expected more. I don't hate it, it's okay for a little two minute interlude, but you know. It is what it is. I do want to say that the girlies are right when they said Sweetie had the uh, best Barbie Girl song or Barbie World song, whatever it is. Um, Sweetie did a better job. But Onika, you know, Onika's just there. When she's not sitting there being like a 40-year-old bully and and doing the most <laughs> and terrorizing <laughs> and her barbs. You, you know I'm right. And, yeah. And her barbs doing what her barbs do. I don't mind Nikki. I've never really hated Nikki. It's just her personality and her fans are fucking irritating. Yeah, and I was kind of disappointed because I I kind of heard Kiki throw like a little lot of shade the other day, and apparently she was like, "Yeah, I spoke to Nikki the other day, but I didn't record it." I'm like, "Girl, that wasn't the point. The point of 
her recording that was to show y'all that this bitch is crazy and she is crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it, it it is what it is, you know. Um, Nikki's always gonna continue to do her thing. I think she has an album coming out this October. Celebrate mm-hmm. for y'all, Barb's. I'm not gonna be listening to it. I'm not checking for it. I, I'm not supporting that lady in her endeavors. I wish that child of hers the best because they're gonna need it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's all I'll say on that. Um, actual baby. But... Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of music, um, did you watch the BT Awards? Hell no, I didn't watch that shit. But I saw the highlights, and I saw how much of a mess it was, but you can give us a recap. All right. So basically, um, Buster Rhymes, notably, he got his Lifetime Achievement Award, which, you know, fair. Buster has been in the game for a long time, and so has this guy. Um, no shade, no shade, no shade, no shade. Um, but he he is a respected legend, and you know I I like to see people get their things. Um, you know I, I mean at this point y'all should just honor Beyonce again, because I know, already know she got one, but y'all should just give it to her again just because I mean she's just killing it right now. Just for her, to but know. um there were things. That, <laughs> right, just for her to not show up, you know, maybe y'all get a Skype call. Uh, say I love y'all, love is for real. To quote Monique. Um, but album of the year went to Renaissance, and surprisingly, SOS. Um, and and this is no shade at Scissor or anything like that. Um, I'm glad both of them got their things, but I mean, we all know what the real album of the year was. I mean, SOS had good tracks, but that's just my personal opinion. Wait, it was a time. It was a tie. Both of them got the award. Um, I know. <laughs> right. Okay. But they said, well, we got we got to give Beyonce album of the year because these white people won't. <laughs> um, and, and quick uh, sidetrack. Um, and speaking of things, um, black people getting their things, Angela Bassett is getting an honorary, honorary Oscar, Oscar, which, you know, just a half-ass apology for giving Activia the award that she should have won, but I digress. Um, but uh, video of the year went to Kill Bill. Beyonce got Viewer's Choice Award, which I like the shade about that because people were saying there's nothing to view. So how did she get Viewer's Choice? Right, like how did you get the Viewer's <laughs> Choice Award? Uh, but uh, you know, certain people. Um, I think SZA got Best Female Artist. What surprised me is that. For best male R&B artist slash pop, whatever, they gave it to Usher and Chris Brown. And I know Usher has been doing things, but he hasn't had a studio album in a while. He's just been doing features and little things here and there. And there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's got his residency. So, uh, sure. Um, <laughs> and then I believe Lotto got best female hip hop artists over Nicki Minaj and the girls were not happy about that honey but I'm, I'm sorry Lotto is a talent y'all just gonna have to accept that she's here and she's here to play and slay and I'm rooting for her yeah I'm happy for her um Coco Jones got um best new artist I'm happy for that let me tell you something I see you that song speaks to me especially when Spongebob is singing it through an AI filter so <laughs> I, I I'm happy for her as well um, I honestly thought they were to give it to Ice Spice because we all know anybody with eyes and ears have seen the Ice Spice 
literally dominating through everything since the past year. I thought they were going to just hand it right on over. Um, and, you know, Beyonce got another one for BET Her Award. And, um, yeah, I mean, those were the most notable ones for me. Angela Bassett got Best Actress, duh. Damson Idris got Best Actor. Wakanda Forever, you know, Best Movie. Mm -hmm. um, Tiana Taylor got an award, too. But, you know, I'm just happy that we have award shows like these because when the white people fail us at least we know we have each other's <laughs> in circumstances like this to be recognized for our hard work and achievements and everything so um even though i don't be checking for the bet wars like i used to back in the day when monique used to host it you know those were the glory days the golden days to me when watching the bet wars because those were moments but i mean y'all had to make do especially with this writer strike going on which again i will reiterate y'all need to pay y'all writers if y'all want the content i mean y'all eventually gonna have to um give in and dig in deep in those deep rich pockets and i'm not talking about deep like the submarine <laughs> um but um y'all just y'all just got to do the right thing you know people need to live and those people help help contribute to your success it's it's the only right thing to do um, and I believe there's an actors one going on too. I don't know if that's true or not, or if it's, I don't know if you've been checking on that. No. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just been a, it's been a lot for the girls lately, but sidetracking from all of that, um, how, I, I, I saw that you saw the black name. How was that? Uh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And I've seen it twice, actually. I saw it last week, and then uh, I attempted to see it last night for a little date night. And, you know, I will say this. A lot of people loved it. A lot of people thought it was funny. If mm -hmm. you are a big fan of stuff like a Black Lady Sketch Show or oh. Brand Crew, you'll absolutely love the Black and uh, well, that's all I needed to hear about that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, it's not bad. It had its moments. Like, when you go into it, knowing it's a parody, mm -hmm. like, you can give it a little bit more leeway, but it just was, a lot of stuff was so on the nose, and, like, you kind of figure out who's behind everything, like, right away, like, if you're paying. It was it, just too predictable for you. It, it was very much too predictable. There were some funny lines, like, one of the lines, and this is not a spoiler, like, the killer in his game asks, like, what does NAACP stand for? And, like, one of the, one of the answers was all, like, Negroes at Applebee's cooking pasta. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, that was funny. Like that was funny. <laughs> like there were there, it had its moments. So overall, I would probably give it probably a three out of five or two and a half out of five out of five, somewhere in that range. Like, could I watch so it again with a group of people and like talk shit and like make fun of it? Sure. Is it something I'm just like, oh, you have to go out and must must see like right now? No, it was okay. it very much could have been a Netflix streamer. It yeah, that, that's the vibe I got from it. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll tell you. I mean, we both saw this, but Spider Verse. Well, I don't think we spoke about it on the pod. Maybe. Uh, Woo! Uh, cinema. Uh, yeah. 
the movies are back. And unfortunately, um, y'all want part two sooner than later initially. But given how things are rolling right now in Hollyweird, I wouldn't be surprised if that got delayed. I don't want to jinx it, but I'm just saying. Um, well, I don't think it will get delayed for the simple fact that one of the interviews that I had read um, for the, the reason we got this delay, because remember, this movie was supposed to come out in October last year. Yeah. And the reason they delayed it was because it got too long which is why they had to split it into two different movies so everything's pretty much done i don't think the actors have recorded any lines yet so unless the actors go on strike yeah yeah but um i don't know I, like i i'm ready for it march 29th next year 2024 it's gonna be it's gonna be something because that ending that i kind of had an inkling but now I'm gagged, so I'm yeah. like, I- I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, and it's it's sad. I think that they, they said that they're going to expand further um, out of Miles and everything like that. But I feel like we just got a droplet of Miles. I, f- I want more, you know, and it's great that they're working on a live action version of him, probably through Marvel Studios uh, as well, because I, I don't trust Sony with anything mm-hmm. um, except the, their games and their movies i mean right. just animated movies but that's it um but yeah pretty much and you know given how they have just set the bar for the whole multiverse thing it's just it's so amazing to me to see and like i said i've been saying on social media before y'all girls want to read the mcu and talk shit remember that sony animated pictures approach marvel how to do this shit Mm -hmm. so they got their ideas from them so please before you want to be like oh the sony girls know what they're doing marvel what are you doing like no um but the movie was absolutely great um, seeing just all these different versions of Peter Parker and different versions of people who are just the, their own selves, the colors, everything was just fucking spot on from start to finish. There were some actors, I didn't even know who played these characters. I, I believe like, uh, I call her LaGuerta from Dexter. She plays Miles' mom. Um, she was just great, in, in my opinion. I glad, and Luna Valdez, I'm glad that his parents are legends. Yes, yes. Yes, I, I loved her. Um, you know, I'm glad that Miles' parents got more of a spotlight in this one. No pun intended because the spot. Ha <laughs> um, But the movie was just great. I'm looking forward to seeing how this whole thing wraps up. Um, I love Oscar Isaac with a passion that man can just lit you know what let me not get into it i love him i'll just say that love that I also man i find fascinating though about across the spider verse is that there are different versions of the movie being played in theaters so depending on yeah, what with subtle changes to certain scenes yeah there's certain dialogue changes there's certain like little quick scenes that are in one that's not in the other because when i first saw it I was like, oh, okay, great. And then I had saw it, I think, how many times have I seen this movie now? I think like two, two or three times. But like, what I saw the first time, I didn't see the second time. And then I saw it again the third time. Oh. Maybe I'm smoking too much weed. I don't know. But then I read that article and I was like, okay, great. I'm not crazy. I'm just super. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm loving it. One thing I will say uh-huh. is that between 
the last movie and this one, it doesn't, I, I'm still waiting to hear, to, to see a, a movie like that's strictly about Miles and like what he goes through. I feel like with the other narrators taking over, like Gwen was the narrator of this movie. And yeah. then last movie, it was like Peter and uh, it was like Peter B and Miles. Like I'm hoping Beyond the Spider-Verse really just like puts Miles in the front seat um, and his alters, if we see all of them, because all of these Peters, there has to be more than one, more than three, four, five miles, and I want to see them all. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm living for it, and I'm living. Uh, never mind, I don't want to get into spoilers, but <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The the movie was just out of this world, literally. Um, you know, just how they executed the whole spider society and everything like that. I mean, y'all will see the subtle um, Easter eggs if you're true Marvel stands like us. Um, I believe, um, oh God, I, I don't even want to say it, but I'm like, y'all had enough time. It's been a, almost a damn month. If you didn't see it, then you just crazy. Uh, I, but, I don't want to spoil. <laughs> like the there's a Lego Spider-Man, like, there's just, it's... And the fun thing about that, it was from, that was made by, like, a 14-year-old black boy. Get out of here, I didn't know that. 14-year-old black boy, um, I think he lives in Canada, but was born in Minnesota or something like that. Oh, wow. Like, they saw that he did the whole, um, trailer for... Uh, across the Spider-Verse in Lego format and then they contacted him like hey can you do this short scene for us and put it in the movie and that's what they did well, I know he got paid <laughs> no. well he better have shit <laughs> I'm about to say Listen. don't make me protest so <laughs> hello but, it's, but speaking uh, of Spider-Man oh go ahead <laughs> no, speaking of Spider-Man we have Spider-Man 2 coming I'm just out. about to get into it <laughs> yeah we have spider-man 2 coming out october 20th on the ps5 okay. i cannot fucking wait it's gonna be amazing and it also like things i've been reading have been hinting at like some possible multiverse elements as well oh now that would be a true gag that's something i'm i will welcome with open arms I mean, as long as it's done right to be fair like that that Peter, that Spider-Man did appear in Across the Spider-Verse, so. Right. Give me a mission where I have to walk around the spider society. <laughs> that would be kind of cute. Um, um, I also want to see more of Miles, obviously. I mean, we're going to be playing as both of the, the Spider-Men, so that's going to be really cute. Um, I also, Venom, I'm pretty sure I know who Venom is going to be. I mean, they've done this iteration in, in the comic a few times Harry, already um, what's his name uh harry yeah harry because it's literally i mean if it's not really a spoiler at this point if you didn't play the first game girl where are you, where have you been um basically right. like it's in the tank with him like i guess keeping him alive mm -hmm. or something and and you you know from the concept art it's just giving that it's him so it, i don't think it's going to be much of a surprise if it's anybody else it would be but i'm looking forward to the wide range of new characters that they um 
bring back and you know introduce i'm looking um, forward to some of the other marvel characters that they introduced because they did confirm the avengers are in there oh they did they did okay because i know craven is supposed to be hunting like different like marvel characters so my guess would be well obviously you just said the avengers make an appearance but i also think that would be a great time to introduce Wolverine as well since that game allegedly comes out the end of next year or early 2025 so yeah I'm looking forward to that I hope it's on at least a higher level than X-Men Origins Wolverine because that was probably for me one of the best X-Men anythings in terms of gaming in years yeah, that was back uh, when games were fun on the PS360 era. <laughs> People okay. Were too much. People love to shit on like them little licensed like budget games, but a lot of them were fun back in the day, and I had more fun with those than a lot of these AAA games that I'm playing now that look pretty and are just kind of meh. Looking at you, Final Fantasy 16. Oh. Child. And you have that. What what's that like? Let's get into it. Cause. All right. I'm glad I didn't pay full price. I got the game for like under half off, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, the game itself is, the gameplay is fun. I will give it that. The gameplay is fun. It's interesting. It's different for Final Fantasy. It's more along the lines of like Devil May Cry Light with like RPG elements, which, oh, okay. which I like, which I like, you know, it, 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 it it gets me going and it's fun and there's like a little arcade mode so you can go and just fight it's great what i don't like is the fact that one nobody in that game is darker than a paper bag oh i think even a paper bag is probably pushing it tbh and it's supposed to be you know their official excuse was that oh it's game of thrones inspired it's inspired by like medieval europe and and all of those areas and da 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 and you go around to these different areas and it's clear that okay this is supposed to be england this is supposed to be like the mediterranean like middle east and da 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 but if that's the case why are all y'all speaking with a cockney accent and <laughs> are white as hell and don't get me started on how like women are written in this game like they're just there to just (laughs) child uh, a mess when it comes to everything else but the gameplay in final fantasy 16 they get a three from me okay gameplay wise i'm about an eight i give them an eight but everything else is about a three so so it's playable it's playable. And if you can get it on sale, get it on sale because you'll have a fun time with it. Yeah. Um, but I just, I'm at a point where, especially the more I talk about, you know, media and the more we do these podcasts and, you know, we cover such a wide range of media and we're writers and all of this other stuff. We're gamers. The fact that it's 2023. And we're over halfway through 2023. And I can count on, what, maybe two hands, how many Black characters are prominent in a video game. And I can count on one hand how many of them are actually leads in something. 
And it just boggles my mind. And I understand why a lot of gaming companies, especially a company like Square Enix, they're not going to make someone like a visibly black lead. They did with Forspoken and that girl was barely black looking. And we see how people, you know, dogpiled on that game for no reason. I had more fun and I'm more interested in that story than I am with Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. If if we really want to get into it. And honestly, that gameplay is a little bit better too. I will say Final Fantasy 16 does have better enemy variety, but they're real, they're truly no different to me. Like they're if you're gonna give Forspoken a six or a seven out of ten, then you need to give Final Fantasy 16 that same thing. I will say. The game is gorgeous, though. Final Fantasy 16, like, there are some moments, especially when you're having them big kaiju, like, icon fights um, between, like, Ifrit and the other summons. That's great. But at the end of the day, even that is still kind of like, eh. <laughs> because it's very, push this to, like, dodge, push this to attack. And they're big and they're slow, so it's kind of like, fighting with some big-ass Megazord from the 90s. But, you know, I don't know. It's... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just disappointed in gaming yeah. right now. There's some gems, and there's some good stuff, which is why I'm looking forward to, like, Spider-Man. Sony seems to be the only place that is really delivering when it comes from, like, when it comes to like quality, I feel like I'm getting my money's worth with the Sony game. And that is not just me being a Sony fanboy or anything like that. Cause I got two Xboxes in the house. I got a series S and a series X and they both collect dust. Cause there's just nothing out that I really want to play. It's a paperweight at this point, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like I have been, you know what I've been doing? I've been digging back, downloading like ps2 games to play on like emulators and i'm about to get some old xbox games like buffy and some of the and, like jet set radio and to play oh. those on like because i'd rather i had more fun playing those back then yeah and i want to revisit that because yeah i don't know yeah. I feel like everyone is trying to be sony by telling these big epic stories and and trying to have these big expansive games and it just falls flat like sony depending on the game they can barely get it right <laughs> but i'm looking at you naughty dog stop killing black people but oh mm -hmm. i said it and i'll say it again <laughs> <laughs> stop killing black people naughty dog but we did hire okay. a black writer who I follow on Twitter. And so I'm hoping she is really getting them together because she aired them the fuck out when The Last of Us 2 came out and she wrote a scathing article. And like a few months later, they're just like, hey, do you want to work for us? <laughs> so whew, sometimes talking shit works, people. Okay. Sometimes I get these girls together and they'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Our badness. <laughs> but yeah i don't know like like i said to stop me from rambling like if y'all can get it on sale great um i will say like i've been having more fun with like street fighter 6 uh diablo oh, yeah, everyone's been making ice spice <laughs> diablo has been real cute too 
Um, yeah, I want to play that. So yeah, that's it. What about you? What, have, what else have you been playing? Uh, I beat Saints Row. You know, I got I got that mighty cheap. Um, honestly, by accident because I, I was supposed to get something else, but it's fine. Amazon, I forgive you. Um, but I've been replaying um, Jedi Survivor again. Still don't appreciate how the story ended hat kind of but it's it's still good it's still a very good game and i think that's why i'm playing it twice so that i can truly understand you know the whole reasoning why they did certain things the way they did um it's not by any means a bad game it's just like like it tugs at your heartstrings a little bit especially if you've grown uh, a fondness for these characters uh, if you ever played any of the um these titles so i i get that's how the writing works. Um, I also been playing Far Cry 6 again. Um, that was just a lot of chaos. And Juan Carlo Esposito is just one of my favorite actors. And um, he kills it as the dictator in the game. Um, what else have we been playing? Oh, I've been trying to get into Cyberpunk before the DLC comes out. Apparently, Idris is supposed to have a prominent role, so he's not just going to be that side character that appears every half hour or so to talk to you about something new that you have to do. So that's yeah. good. Um, and they kind of added to the plot line. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm not going to buy it straight away. I'm going to wait for reviews first because Lord knows um, the girls at CD Projekt Red have a, a new history of just not getting the getting it right on initial drops. So... Yeah, I guess. Um, I wish them the best of luck. I'm like, I'm really surprised they're actually even, you know, working with black people on this. Right. Right. Because we know Poland. Okay. All the, all they know is Caucasian over there. Mm-hmm. But that that's something that y'all need to do, especially. I mean, great. It's great that we never had to complain about your customization or anything when it mm-hmm. came to this game. But at the same time, y'all can do more in, in integrating more diversity when it comes to your characters because i'm tired of silly, seeing lily white faces it feels like every single time we have this conversation y'all do something for a little bit and then y'all think that we just up and forget and then a couple of years later it's back to the same shit mm-hmm. like just make it a permanent change <laughs> and that's why i called out naughty dog because i remember when the last of us tv series was first announced and this was way back before they started filming. And I tagged Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann. And I was like, are y'all gonna keep black people alive this time? Like, what's up? And the only thing they kept saying to us is like, we hear you, we see all the comments, we hear you, we're keeping this into consideration. The show comes out, ain't shit changed. In fact, they did it in the worst way, in my opinion, because y'all did it with with a deaf black child. And he was younger than what Sam is, is in the game. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Y'all just foul for that. They were foul. You made these people really, really like love these characters just to kill them and give false hope. Right. Man. To hell, electric chair. Okay. As as Kai once said, because y'all, especially because I think Craig tweeted at you, you, and told you like, oh yes, I hear you or something like that, child. Yeah. You you're not getting brownie points, okay? Sure not. So, ooh, baby. 
<laughs> oh mess. But Sony Sony's killing it right now with their adaptations. I'm looking forward to seeing God of War, Ghost of Tsushima, you know, um what you call it? A horizon come to life. Th those are going to be interesting to see and hopefully it's not as bad as Un Uncharted was. Sorry, Tom. But you know, and people love that movie, which is surprising. Uh I mean, Gabriel just read read and she did what was asked of her. <laughs> uh, so I can't blame her either. I mean, hey, tis what it is. Because <laughs> yeah. they but besides that, you know, it is what it is, right? But go ahead, what were you saying? I, I don't even know that <laughs> I was gonna talk real quick about movies that I'm looking forward to. Um, I saw that they released another trailer for They Clone Tyrone on Netflix. I actually want to watch that. Um, Very interested in that. Also, I'm kind of worried for Jamie Foxx because I haven't really been seeing much about him or hearing much since that um, health medical scare. And I believe, I mean, from what people are saying is that allegedly he had a stroke. And I know that takes a lot to come out of, and I hope there's no real permanent damage to him um, because he is a treasure. And, you know, whatever comes out at the end of the day, you know, uh, you are love, Jamie. You are an icon. So uh, wishing you a speedy recovery. But also I wanted to talk about there was, oh, my gosh, th this movie that I think you showed it to me. And the the Goyles one day, uh, I think we talked about it, uh, Polite Society. Oh, yes. I need y'all. Yes. I don't think you watched it, but... Every... I, I, I watched it. Oh, you I did? Okay. Then. Yeah. Yes. What'd you think? I thought it was fantastic. I showed it to my mom, you know, everyone in my inner circle, and they loved it as well. Um, honestly, that movie just needs to snatch. I know it came out like at the around the end of April or something like that, but it is such a great movie. Um, I, honestly, I'm going to be one of the girls campaigning for this on Twitter, whatever, <laughs> I don't care. Um, and I believe her name is Nimrod. Let me tell you something, I like that bitch. I don't know what it is about her and her quirkiness and her evilness, but she just does bad good. And I just fucking love it. <laughs> and she is an icon. Like an icon. between that and uh, Miss Marvel, I was like, yes, ma'am. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I, I'm <laughs> just truly enamored by the entire cast and crew. Like everybody, everyone did their things. So honestly, Oscars, get get ready because the girls are coming for you. Um, yeah. And I and I keep telling people, I'm all like, you give um black and brown people like the space to create their own original stories and to tell things how they want to tell them and it's gonna be a gag every time like i thoroughly enjoyed that movie and everyone i've showed it to has been like this is insane what the hell and i'm like <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta fall into it <laughs> just give us your money white people and we will create the content Mm -hmm. we will gag you but um, that's all I really wanted to say I also wanted to give a quick shout out to a close friend of ours and a close friend of mine Anton happy birthday happy. Um, I hope you're living it up yes. yes being a good Christian woman 
a good Christian woman <laughs> who's helped me, especially through the panorama. And I'll tell y'all, this is a cute little story. When in 2020, I got a ticket for for some stoplight infraction that they were trying to pull some bullshit by my school, uh, by, by, by my old elementary school that I drove by. And, and Anton came rolling in, was like, no, I'm paying for it. And I was just like freaking out. <laughs> And again, having a moment, Anton King swooping. So shout out to you. You are truly a real one. And I'm just so grateful for our friendship and you as a person. And like I, like I said, I hope you're being a badass bitch, having a great time. And yeah, I love you. So I just wanted to say that. Love you too, Anton. And hopefully you do listen to this because not us praising him. And <laughs> he'll be like, oh, I didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you Anton. have a show? <laughs> yeah, Anton's really fucking great. Like every time that I've met him in person, he's just always been great. Always been just go with the flow, chilling. And I love people who just aren't extra and can just vibe and chill. So shout out to you, Anton. Can't wait to see you again. Yes, 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 of course. Um, But yeah, that's all for <laughs> how much time did we get covered this week? Oh, <laughs> this is our longest know. episode to this date. Our longest episode to date for sure, but we, we missed y'all. So we'll see y'all in two more weeks. And yeah be sure to like i said follow us on all of the socials um right in right in don't be scared because y'all be sitting here like oh i love the podcast i, I see you on facebook talking mess oh just saying <laughs> exactly baby um yeah but since you out here talking mess go ahead and buy a book and fix your credit too www.ariesfirebomb.com again that's www.ariesfirebomb.com <laughs> okay we do accept lots of forms of payment hello here at aries firebomb so whatever you got pay, hand it over pay, paypal whatever you got <laughs> <laughs> on that note uh this is us signing off take care y'all bye bye